Well, welcome to Grounded Sounds. Welcome to the show. I'm Jen. And I'm Abel. And we are happy to be here in the Tower Studio. Seems kind of quiet up here tonight, doesn't it? It is quiet. It's kind of eerily quiet tonight. Spooky. What happened? I don't know. Where'd everybody go? Maybe we should start haunted Did stories around the tower. Spooky night. <laughs> now, we do need to have an uh, off-site haunted grounded sounds episode for Halloween. We can go up to the boarding house. Or the overholster mansion. Or the overholster mansion. Or the, the lion's head. Yep. These are all Guthrie places. Yes. But the overholster mansion would be closer. Yes. And have a uh, special haunted edition of grounded sounds. That'll be next month, kids. <laughs> Stay tuned. So keep your <laughs> podcast radio dials. We will be planning that. So I'm very excited. So let's see. What is this? We're into September. Mm-hmm. What are we excited about in September? Man, September. My wedding anniversary, which oh. is big. That's very exciting. <laughs> I don't know. What's going on in September? Well, I need to look at my calendar. Much. Well, there's so many things that we can't even put our finger on one. <laughs> Tully Pulley just played here the other day. Yes. This weekend, Jen and I were sitting around a campfire being like, dude, I really want to go to that Talib Kuli show. That's going to be so great. And then one of us looks at our phone and is like, oh, it's tonight. It's tonight. <laughs> and so I guess we're not going to make it. We were at the lake, but the lake time was great. Oh, yeah. Good times out at the lake. Yeah, nice little Labor Day weekend. Sure. Just kind of get away before fall is in I feel like swing. there's something that I should be doing this month that I cannot. I have that feeling where like, I think it's because it's so quiet up here tonight. It's like, I, I feel like I should be doing something, but maybe it's because it's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. Mm. This is kind of throwing us off because usually we do Wednesdays mm-hmm. and today's Tuesday. Um, we're doing it a little earlier than usual. Yeah, that was weird. I had to leave Priscilla at the shop by herself. I told Carrie, uh, I was like, can you go by the shop and just kind of <laughs> check on check it things. out there at the end of the day? <laughs> Yeah, because uh, we generally, you know, we had invited this, and we started inviting yeah, we audience put out members. An all call. <laughs> They're going to show up halfway. He's going to show up tomorrow night. That's right. They're going to show up tomorrow at six thirty. Jarvix is going to show up tomorrow night. I sent him the invite. Okay. I sent yeah. him the Outlook invite. Um, but yeah, so we're kind of bouncing between Tuesday and Wednesday at five thirty. So if you want to come, just email us. Just call me. I'm just going to, I'm not going to put my phone number don't up. Don't put your there's phone number up. There's too many. Podcast. Too yeah. many people. Too many people. You yeah. don't know where that's going. I know where it's going. <laughs> <laughs> and it's nowhere good. Yeah. <laughs> we have a guest. We do have a guest. And I'm so glad to have Gabriel on the Gabriel, studio. it's good to have you here. It's good to be here. Yeah, I'm thanks. excited about it. Gabriel Hancock, you have been really a staple in our music community. Yeah. You, I see you all the time. I mean, I see you play all the time. I don't get to see you personally all the time, but we do run into each yeah. other, which is nice. Yeah, I like it's a good place to play music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always getting out. And there's so many people. We have a lot of different music artists on our show, and it seems like you've probably played and collaborated with a lot of them and they with you. And yeah. a lot of the music artists in our community um, really like you and are fans of you. And Yeah, Evan, I think Evan's having a show tonight somewhere. What? Where's the Red Jarvis Rooster. Playing? The Rooster? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Rooster's been doing a lot more. We need to get Do they do the that every Tuesday? Yeah, it's it's Jared Beck's like, yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's Who a residency. guys... Not Jared Beck. The guy with the hat and the baby. Oh, um, it was Dirty Little Betty's. Dirty Little Betty's, yeah. <laughs> I felt like they were doing Wednesdays. I thought it was Wednesdays, too. And then Jared Beck is doing Tuesdays. I don't know if Clinton cool. and the guys are still doing Wednesdays or not. But overall, Red Rooster is doing a lot more. I've um, never been to a show at Red Rooster. I have not either. Is there a stage? 
There's a yeah. It's a little. It's kind of like those corner little, jobs. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's, <laughs> you know those little. It's, a, it's actually as big as this, probably. Oh yeah. really? Okay. Yeah. It's not bad. A big one then, like forty yeah. feet. That's sweet. oh yeah. I've heard that Red Rooster is one of the oldest bars in Oklahoma City. Probably. Mm-hmm. That sounds accurate. <laughs> that makes sense. It's where quality <laughs> relationships are forged. I know actually, several married couples that met at the Red Rooster. <laughs> actually, used to have actual Red Roosters. Really? Yeah. Really? That's interesting. interesting. In the bar, bartending Red Roosters. They really? would serve you your drinks. Yeah, they'd put a little. Uh, Saddle on their back that you just set the beers on. That's fantastic. They come hopping by. Kind of like that bar in Memphis that has a goat. Ooh. Come to that bar? <laughs> no, but that sounds great. It's just uh, up the street from, on, they're on Beale, and it's just uh, down the block from PB Kings, and there's legitimately a goat. That's what I'm trying to figure out if this is, these are real stories no, the or go- not, because I'm pretty the goat gullible. story is completely <laughs> real. Like, I swear, I, I've... Every time I go to Memphis, I go to this bar because nobody believes me that there is a goat that lives in the bar. Wow. Well, Greg Johnson has his cat that lives at the Blue Door. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I let it out once, and but like Ooh. I got in big trouble, and I just Ubered it out of there. the cat out of the bag I, or the bar. I know. I've apologized <laughs> since, but it was kind of a big deal. Everybody's like, you let him out? I mean, he really, he just got out himself. It wasn't that I, I opened the door, and he like jetted out, and he was an animal, so I thought, oh, well, you no, know. He's going outside. He know. knows what he's doing. Like I don't know. Do. wasn't feeling it that night. Yeah. Get out on the town. I, I, the other day, I had Alice at the shop, and uh, she was sitting in front of the door. Just on the floor, because that's where children sit, right? <laughs> just on the floor, yeah. At your yeah. shop, and I was like, you know how sometimes you go into a liquor store and they have like a bulldog or something. I'm like I've got a baby, just on the floor lounging, just sitting there in front of the door, <laughs> chilling. Yeah. Well, Ben Knuckles has a beautiful dog at Commonplace Books. If you haven't oh. been over there, it's a lovely books yeah. bookstore on Walker. Um, I think that's a Sarah Kate joined, isn't it? Uh huh. Just north yeah. of Tenth. Yeah, she redid or she designed. So talented. It's really yeah. nice in there. It's really nice. Mm-hmm. And the dog is just beautiful. And just lives there? Well, I think the dog goes home with Ben, probably. Oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that it has a real home and then it comes to work and then right. it goes home. But yeah. So yeah. But we were talking about music. We were. Not <laughs> pets, a musician. So not animals yeah. and bars. In the room. <laughs> I like I like I like the conversation. The way I did it's too. And you had some good knowledge. I mean, we were learning more about the rooster, so that's yes. great. But you do have a show coming up, Gabriel, um, that we do want to promote. But first, let's back up and tell us about your music journey and how you've come to be where you're at today. Um, I don't know. I was probably started playing when I was like 15 or something, adolescent angst. Mm-hmm. And a guitar. A lot of like Metallica and stuff? Yeah. No, I oh. wish. Actually, I had a lot of friends that were trying to get me to be in those bands, and that would have been a good experience, those, but I'm not good enough. That was probably me. Yeah. Just trying to get you to be in those bands. <laughs> like, hey. No, I wasn't good enough either. I was always rhythm guitar. I yeah. That's that's my that's my story. Um, where and, was this? Uh, where was what? Your upbringing. Um <laughs> Um, that was like uh, Oklahoma City, North Oklahoma City. Okay, and um, then I m- moved around, but in Oklahoma. So okay, and then and then I just started playing solo shows and 
I just recently about a year ago started playing with the band and stuff so that's been fun yeah you're really you're a real you're a versatile artist because um that I was talking to Jose about it and uh, I work with Jose a lot on like different projects. If somebody needs like a solo artist yeah. or a full band or, I mean, you're the same Jose's way. Like, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, if we have clients call us up, it's like that goes a long way to have somebody who can either play solo or who can play right. with a band or, you know, um, so that I think, so you have a lot of different experiences with your music and around. Yeah. The, the city. it's, it's weird. Like the difference between playing, you have with just solo you kind of have to like be in front of a crowd that's all been drinking and then they're like oh here's a guy with an acoustic guitar <laughs> and you're cool. the guy yeah Let's and, and how are covers. we how am i gonna make him them all be quiet but it's, it's, it's gonna start it's, yelling that's man. why you gotta do that that's why you gotta do get a little band going it's yeah. Fun. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah, you feel like I mean I know for myself I feel like I have I'm very supported now that we have a band. You have a big band now. We have five people in our band, and when I first started, you know, I would do like solo or just my sister and I would be duet, be a duet. And now we feel really weird playing without our people. You yeah. know, it's 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 fun. I mean, it's right. very. I think the first supportive. time I saw you guys, it was just the two of you. It was yeah. out at the Overholster Mansion. Yeah. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes then when you start writing songs as a band, it's hard to take it back to like, you know, yeah. scaled down version with just us. So it's, it's yeah, fun. you write different, I think mm-hmm. with a full band mm-hmm. thinking of all the different parts and what someone could do on it. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, but then, but then when you're alone, it's, you focus more on words and maybe different, different dynamics, I guess. But yeah. Do you write everything for the band? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I don't, I don't write all the parts, but um, I just write. I write the songs, write the and then songs. we work together. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And tell us where you are with releases and what you've been putting out. And I know that I've, I've known of you for about the last year, but I have not. I did. We rarely prep for this podcast, honestly. <laughs> like we were. I mean, we, I, but I've been, that's, I've been that, trying to learn how to be a better interviewer. Well, that's part of what I like, though, because, you know, sometimes if listeners don't know, and so we kind of, I feel like I come in as a blind listener as well. Of yeah. Like, what what have you been doing? Who are you? What, you yeah, know? right. Um, and though, although I do know of you and I know your background and I know your music, um, tell us where you are in recording, releasing, writing, all that yeah, stages. Uh, we're just, uh, right now I'm recording with uh, just a fr- fr- some friends of mine at their house, and we're... Uh, we're probably going to put out a new single within a couple months probably or something like that. And I don't know. I have some other songs that are just probably going to just like set up a mic and play them and then put it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But it's most everything I've put out is like house recordings kind of stuff. So, but it's been fun. That you do all on your own? Do you? Uh, yeah. Usually I have a friend or something that's into it because i don't got the gear man yeah <laughs> <laughs> he really <Who> does right <laughs> right certainly certainly not jen no i don't well i do but, <laughs> but I, I do but i do i have some gear that's good so, <laughs> so tell that's us about good. tell us about your music tell us kind of your influences and you said you didn't play in the angsty metal bands uh, I so wish. what type of uh what type of music did you get into and how did you find it and how did you come about uh developing your sound i think i think yeah, it's probably 
Every all of my friends were really into into um, like uh, metal and um, punk music, which I liked that music too. But um, then I think I just probably started. I started getting into like roots kind of music, if you want to call it that. That's like I don't know. You can also call it Americana. It's Americana really hard to music, mm-hmm. just. Uh, classic American music sure. and then um, I think the first thing the first thing that attracted to me about that music was just the how someone could tell a story and mm-hmm. and uh, that was the main focus of all of it and so to me it seemed like a kind of like fundamental very basic thing that I could accomplish and something that I can set down and like write out a story and write out string words together. And so, so who are some of the first artists that you kind of discovered that whenever you were found out that you could, that an artist could just tell a story with a song. Cause I've kind of come at music that way as well. Like yeah. I was a big, uh, Johnny Cash fan. Yeah. And a lot of his, him and, um, you know, Chris Christopherson and Mel right. Haggard and those guys, not so much more higher, but definitely Johnny Cash and Chris Christopherson. A lot of their songs aren't even really songs. It's just them talking. That's true. And, yeah. you know, there's a lot of musicians like, and I've always been kind of drawn to that type of music. So how did you come about? Like, who are some of the artists that you found that did that and did it well? I think, I mean, the first person I saw was probably like Bob Dylan. Then I started getting into Guy Clark. Yeah. And, um, like let him let him roll is like mm-hmm. one of my favorite songs and oh, it's sure. like that too it's yeah. like it's just basically him picking a guitar and just kind of talking over it yeah, yeah. towns van zant is yeah. just brilliant at that you know? yeah and talking yeah. blues songs and things like that yeah like that whole austin kind of sure. scene at that at 70s was all good stuff i felt like yeah and then john prine yeah was a good sure one. But, i got uh, my uh isabel prine t-shirt oh nice <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love both those guys. Jason Isbell's carrying on that yeah, for tradition sure. as well. He tells tells some really great story. Brilliant songwriter. Yeah. As well, but that's cool. Uh, you know, I, we haven't. It's funny. I ask people that on the podcast sometimes, like who their influences are and how they came to their sound, and you, it's never what you think. You I know. know. It's, it's very not. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. There's a all. Uh, it's funny. Like whenever you talk to someone. And you find out that they used to be in an old band that you went and saw or something yeah. like that. Like Jose. Jose's like that. He was in bands that you would not expect him to be in. But I like remember watching him and now like his music's changed and it's interesting. John Calvin's one yeah. that also because he was right. he had like punk influences. Right? Yeah. Yeah. When he was younger and. Now he he is not punk rock. He is more folk. And I think we all had Americana. punk influences yeah. to start out with. <laughs> and you also figure out that you don't get a lot of girls with the punk music. <laughs> or you do. Uh, I mean, some, well, not some in my girls. experience. <laughs> you know, <it> was not <laughs> <successful>. <laughs> the to, Americana does a lot better with the ladies. Got it. Okay. All right. It does? Well, no. Gabriel, here, you tell me. I mean, no, it does. Yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. <laughs> it's like anyone, anyone ever asked you why you started to learn to play the, the guitar? Chicks. If they don't, say, if you don't say to, to pick up girls, then you're just lying. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> well, I think it was Jose. Somebody, one of your friends, and somebody that's kind of maybe a in the music circle was really um, talking about your songwriting and how they really thought it was top notch, and they were like. Gabriel's like such an amazing songwriter that's, and that's nice. Yeah. Well, that's I mean, cool. I just wanted to tell you that cause I can't, and I wish I could remember who it was. I want to say it's Jose, but it may have been somebody else. Well, that's nice of Jose. Yeah. Yeah. We'll say it was him. Yeah. We'll give him. It's definitely him. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely Jose <laughs> that was saying nice um, things about you. So, um, tell us about, so you have a single that you're working on, but, um, some of the songs that are usually in your set and you're playing, tell us a little bit about where your songwriting is coming from and some of the things that you write about and reflect on. Yeah. Uh, I, I think most of them are all, they're just kind of stories about just normal people. Usually, um, sometimes there's, um, it's mostly, it's mostly just little things I see or whatever, like, um, the store, the, just kind of like, uh, I like just kind of capturing maybe a moment in time um, in my life that some of them are biographical, but they're just very snippet kind of songs. So Mm -hmm. just a brief moment passing. I think he was telling me about a really tragic song that you wrote about um, somebody who maybe murdered somebody, but it was like, it was like there were, it was a different perspective. Oh yeah. Uh, That, yeah, that I wrote that. It's about I was talking to this guy one time after a lot of a lot of drinks, and um, we were just talking, and he kind of like ended up telling me the story about what, like in his youth when him and some other guys like beat this 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 other dude up a lot, like seriously, and it was um, it was just. It was, and, the, and so I took that then, and he was just telling me his story. Like, I don't know why we did that, what was going on in our heads. And then, and, and so it was really, it was like, I don't know what to say to that. So I ended up writing a song later on that was like an extreme of that, mm-hmm. of that story. So that happens a lot is just, you hear a story and then you uh, feel like doing something about it in your creative outlet yeah very interesting yeah like what's he coming did you is it written from like a perspective of like was this person or even this person in your song like looking back with like a sense of regret or were they like yeah yeah Yeah. well i think i think it's like that 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 song's about um kind of the regret that you have um whenever you do something that seems barbaric but in the moment was completely rational in that particular time in that particular circle and then you and then you come step back from it and it's just kind of a story like a story from the perspective of somebody that's like done all their time and done everything and um and they're just thinking about it and they try and no matter kind of what they've um done to make up for it in their life that it's it's still something that's in their memory, so it it can't them. get away from it. Yeah. Yeah. So what's that song called? Uh, Potter's Field. Okay. Yeah. It's on Spotify. Sweet. Yeah. Check it out. Check it out. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, tell us about the show that you are playing at Speakeasy that's coming up. Yes, uh, Jose Hernandez and myself, and Jose's playing with a band, and I'll be playing with the band, and um, Wes, Wesley Jensen, uh, he's from Denton, Texas. Um, he's He'll be playing with a band. Mm-hmm. What is it? It's at the Speakeasy, and it's on uh, September 14th. So Thursday. Next Thursday. Yes, sir. Well, we are playing right out. We're playing on Friday. So cool. we're yeah. same. Yep. We're, Very cool. Yeah. So thir- there's going to be a whole, whole weekend at Speakeasy starting on Thursday. That'll be awesome. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on on Saturday, but. This Saturday? No, not this Saturday. Oh, the next one. Yeah. Yeah. September 14th is when Gabriel and Jose are playing, and then we're playing September 15th. Oh, there's probably somebody playing at the Tower or the Jones or something. There's so many shows. There's a lot of shows. Probably find one. Yeah. And I've noticed, I mean, people are starting to come out more, I think especially with our new venues opening up. And, um, you know, we we interviewed Greg from Speakeasy several weeks ago, and that's a place that I always know to go see shows. Great place for music, yeah. Mm -hmm. It is, and he was a he was a joy to have. Yeah, you know that podcast guess. actually had a lot of that was one of like our high volume listener oh, really? podcasts. Yes, we'll have right to tell on. Greg that I'm, next time I see him. Which is Greg draws a lot of water in this town. Yes, yep, <laughs> he's quite a popular man. He tells good stories too. He's a good yeah. storyteller. Yeah, he's great. Who was what was the band that day? Um, we had swim fan, swim fan, yeah, yeah. swim fan, and Greg. And then I know that there was a hurricane disaster. Uh, fundraiser this past weekend that we were at the lake as well, Abel, but missed Friday that. we missed that, but they raised what over $2,300. Yeah. It was for- a good show. Oh. Yes. Who played? Um, Chase, Chase okay. came out, um, with some new material and then, uh, I think Cameron played Yeah, in space release. Yes. So there was a great, and then my friend, um, who's in carte Blanche, which they are DJs. They played outside. Okay. They're our vinyl DJ friends. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was, I mean, I'm sad that we missed that night, but it sounded like a success. And yeah, it was great. There was a good crowd and it was really good, good thing to see. So you got to go? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, and just to raise funds for, you know, the relief, um, efforts, I was reading an article the other day and it says, you know, Houston does not want your stuff. And that is yeah, something that I true. think is a big, I mean, and, and, and it's not like people, people always send things with good intentions, but I think creating that awareness of like people actually have to have a place to put stuff. Like yeah. if you don't have, you know, right. and a lot of times in disasters, people are having to like rent out extra warehouses to put more stuff. And it's like right. more of a hassle than it is yeah. help. So being able to do fundraisers and things like that and send funds to places that can, can use it, I think yeah. is, is yeah. probably Absolutely. where yeah. the biggest impact can, can be. I always just try to feed people. Yeah. You know, a friend of mine went down with a, Operation Barbecue Relief. Mm-hmm. They sent, sent a bunch of food down there. To, they said they fed 12,000 people. They've been feeding 12,000 people a day for the last week or two. Wow. Well, and I think it's I think it's the Texas Food Bank that is one to give um, to mm-hmm. as well because yeah. they are doing great work. And um, same thing. I mean, we have a great food bank. Even our Oklahoma Regional Food mm-hmm. Bank is wonderful. Um, so I know that there's different organizations down in Houston, the Houston area and in Texas that can help support so that. What right. was, what, where did the money go for what this benefit? Do you remember? I think, uh, from what, from what I was told is they were buying water and things like that. Okay. So nice. Yeah. Good, 
lovely like not teddy bears and stuff <laughs> like that that was one of like i think like sandy hook said they had so bears. many teddy bears oh, they I had to get it. a warehouse and i mean teddy bears are a hot commodity they are and they it is not they're necessarily sent then at that point right they're <laughs> sent with good intentions but you know they don't quite like send the five dollars that you're going to buy a teddy bear with yeah just cash it's like so many other uh Relief efforts for so many things. It's like everybody wants to go to Africa and dig water wells, but really it's a pain in the ass to get you to Africa and then you don't know how to dig a water <laughs> right. well. So just send them the $1,500 it's going to cost to fly it, you over there it, and it'll do a lot more good. Right, to pay somebody right. who does know how to dig yeah. a water well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. So um, Speakeasy's been doing a lot of great things um, and we're glad that you guys get to have, have a show there. Yeah, it's a good place. Um, what else do you have coming up, Gabriel? Do you have um, any other shows? I have I um I think that's that's it coming up mm-hmm. recently. But. So being around Oklahoma City for a while, I will ask, um, what do you what are you seeing and feeling from kind of new venues that are coming up and things that are happening and different bands and artists emerging and what what's your kind of pulse right now on our music community? I I, I think it's really good. I I think um, it's cool because there's there's probably more places to play than there has been in a long time and really good acts coming through. Um, so I think that's a good thing for people coming, coming from outside of Oklahoma city. Um, yeah. Do you feel like more people are coming out to shows? Yeah. I think that the crowd might be spreaded a little bit, a little thinner than it used to be, but I think that's going to be the case with any place just with, Netflix and chilling, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> there's no. a lot of chilling going on. Yeah. There's a lot of... In people's houses. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to go to Blockbuster and rent a movie anymore, so <laughs> what are you going to do? I was talking to my friend Liz the other day, and she was going to the Red to Redbox, and I was like, huh. Oh. Do the people do that? Yes. I mean, she was the only person I know that goes to Redbox. Um, I don't know how long Redbox will exist, but yeah. I don't know. Maybe they're still making it, but... Anyway, you know, instead of going to Redbox, and Liz goes out all the time to shows. She's wonderful. But instead of going to Redbox, go to a music show. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Interactive. It's going to be the same price, and there's going to be actual people playing music. Right. And, you know, it's it's great to chill and watch a movie and stuff like that. But we right. really do have a lot going on. And Yeah, there's a ton of stuff going on. What's one of your favorite venues to play? Uh, speakeasy, probably. Yeah. yeah. Just the, the um, I also played... Red Rooster recently, which is why I knew so much about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was uh, it was pretty good. They treat their artists really well there, and um, just really relaxed, fun environment. Um, yeah, and Speakeasy just has a great sound, and it's awesome. Are there any newer venues that you've played or places that you've been impressed with that people should check out? Because um, Speakeasy and Red Rooster right, have been right. around for a little while, but I know that there. Evan mentioned some things that are coming up all the time. You know, we usually have him on at least a couple times a month, and he has been um, kind of keeping us updated on just new places that are opening. Yeah. Have you been to any or played any that? You- um, yeah, I played. Well, I played Commonplace Books the other day. Mm-hmm. That was really fun. Um, and I know Ben like wants to do more. Great, great listening room for like singer songwriter type person where lyrics are the thing, but 
Great. Yeah, I'm so. glad you mentioned that because we were talking about it, them earlier. Yeah, it was awesome. He Ben does. Ben wants to do more. We've talked about that, and um, I'm really excited to see. I mean, he always has great vision and, you know, yeah. has built wonderful relationships within the community and, um, you know, has this amazing space that I yeah, think is really sure. conducive for songwriters. Yeah, there's, it's a, and so many great books. Like, That's, just the kids section. Oh, I was yeah. looking at that. That like, book's really amazing. This is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's curated great. really well. Like, he yeah, has done he's a great well done. job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He obviously has, like, just a great eye for interesting things. So, yeah. That's great. Well, and I was, I was talking to somebody within the past week. Um, you know, I went to LA at the first of the year, I guess in the spring. And, you know, it was, I spent some time there, um, kind of went to some different areas and districts and had a great time. Um, but yeah, it's like, I went to some bookstores and coffee shops and different bars and restaurants and they were all fantastic. I had a, a wonderful experience, but you know, when I was there, I was thinking, you know, we have these here too. Like we have these bookstores and coffee shops and bars and restaurants. And, you know, we have these gems that, um, I have just a wonderful, you know, I have wonderful experiences in and um, yeah. love seeing them come up and pop up and grow. And so I'm, you know, really proud of our city for places like commonplace or, yeah. you know, our old, yeah. our old reliables like red rooster, or, you know, speakeasy and yeah. things like that. We have some really great places and that's really what we aim to do on our podcast yeah. is talk about all those places. I mean, and it's pretty amazing that we have mentioned two really cool bookstores that are yes. local bookstores Yep. Um, that are, I hope doing well in the city right now. Yeah. Cause in you know, a city for our size and the number of bookstores that have been closing, if there are two or more in your city that you can be proud of. And that's really pretty amazing. Yeah. And full circle books have, they've had music for a long time mm-hmm. and that's they true, continue yeah. to host music and, um, just seem, they seem like they're doing well, hopefully. And I, I go there, you know, every, every few months and work and <clears throat> read and all that good stuff. Sure. So or I would say a few times a month. Cool. I don't go a month probably without going there. I like full circle a lot. You do. <laughs> it's right by my house. It's yeah. close to my house yeah. though. So yeah, but um, I'm excited to spend more time at commonplace and that district in itself is really coming up and growing. And mm-hmm. um, there's lots of small businesses popping up over there. So it's just, yeah, we're in it. We're in a good yeah, time. Definitely. There's a lot of stuff coming up that you're surprised by and you can, it's got, it's gotten to the point where you can kind of go to a, part of the city that you're not particularly looking for anything and then you'll just find something walking down the street so yeah it's cool and i asked you these questions gabe because you really like you are well networked in the music community i know that you won't give yourself a lot of like credit on that but i'm going to give you credit (laughs) okay (laughs) thank you you are i mean you know what's going on you you know played a lot of Um, these venues and played with a lot of people and again people really really like you and respect you in our music community and so um, I'm always eager to kind of hear your experience on that on the other end of that Um, yeah it's a good it treats you well it's a good city yeah it is we're we're happy here we Mm -hmm. like we like doing this (laughs) oh yeah so um yeah I think today's pretty low-key I love like we're just I cannot, I probably should announce more things coming up. I know Matt Stansberry is going to be at the tower at the end of this month. So we definitely always want to give Matt a shout out. Um, I'll go to a romance show. I know. Let's get our tickets. Things will get romantic. Let's get our tickets. (laughs) We need to go see, you know, did you know that he is opening up for like street dive maybe tonight or yesterday? No. Out of 
it's it was out of state. St. Louis. Mm. Pat Stansbury plays St. Louis like more than anybody I know. Is he, he like big in St. Louis? He, probably. He's amazing, and yes. I was excited to see that they were doing that. Um, Lake Street Dive just came through mm-hmm. the Jones Assembly, and they were wonderful. Um, I had some people in the store today mm-hmm. talking about that show. Said it was awesome. It was. I worked that show, and mm-hmm. they they were very good. <laughs> they continue to pop up on my playlists and things like that. Good. So it's kind of fun to hear more of them. But yeah, so. Congratulations to Matt. That's really cool. Absolutely. Um, catch him at the end of this month at the Tower Theater. And um, I saw there, man. I wish I would. I should really prepare. I saw something today about <laughs> someone that's playing at the Tower. Let's see if I can find it. I like that we don't prepare, and I like blame Phil it on. Me, Jen. <laughs> Phil, well, I, I blame it on that we have like these like methods of like yeah, this is like our strategy. We don't prepare, so we can blah blah blah. We're so indie about this, but really, it's because we just don't prepare. Because I forget. <laughs> I'm not going to say there's a huge strategy to it. I mean, I do like, I do like coming in blind and. I do like not preparing sometimes. I'm totally not going to. Oh, it was Maria Bamford. They're going to do a uh, comedy. Oh, oh cool. nice. Uh, Maria Bamford um, and Jackie Cashin. But uh, Maria Bamford is hilarious. Like, she's a really, really well-known comedian, and I thought it was neat. I didn't know that they had booked any comedy shows yet. I'm wow. all for a good comedy show. Will Hodge, songwriter. Yeah, so all kinds of fun stuff. Well, and you can cool. people can get more information on the tower. Just Google it. TowerTheaterOKC.com. <laughs> image, image search. I mean, apparently do an image September the sixth, Dane Cook's going to be here. Oh Ooh. my gosh! My bicycle the got Cook. stolen from out back of a Dane Cook concert. So oh, I've it got did. Beef with that guy. I mean, he didn't. It's steal his that. fault. <laughs> That's right. Or he may have. He, you never know. He orchestrated He's been known it. To steal things. But, <laughs> that is true. But anyway, yeah. So yeah. I knew it was something fun, and it was Maria Bamford. I'm a big fan of hers. Well, I feel like um, we are probably, you know, we're kind of coming out of summer. We're coming out of summer festivals. Mm-hmm. Um, we are coming into this fall season and about to probably hit quite a bit um, coming up. So. Stay tuned yeah. on Grounded Sounds. We'll, we'll we'll keep you updated as I look things up <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> That's right. Maybe I'll we'll have Evan back on here soon prepared. and yeah. he can go Evan's through. Evan's our prepared guy. <laughs> he is. He keeps us updated on everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, actually, in the Crow Down Levy series is still going on, so I yeah. definitely want to mention that. Um, Bo Jennings is playing next, I believe. Wonderful. I, yes, there's. They always have a great lineup. We had Blake from Crow Dunleavy on here, um, going through kind of their mission, and it's over at the Sandridge Pavilion, which is downtown. And that pavilion's really cool. I mean, there's you know you can kind of sit around the ledge and right. Ooh, bring your chairs. Little, uh, quick tip about that pavilion. Okay. Uh, Kitchen three two four is currently closed for the week. They're remodeling, and there will be a bar <gasps> in Kitchen 324 right next to the Sanders Pavilion next week. Oh, that's great. Close cool. for one week, right there where that whole kitchen area is, they're going to put a bar, and you can just, like, because they've always had drinks. Like, you could always get a mixed drink or whatever, but you couldn't, like, hunch over a bar, which is, like, part of the bar experience. Right. So, yeah, it's going to be a bar. Well, not... It's going to have the same food and stuff. They're going to also extend that seating over there. Like when you walk into the right and there were those pub tables, that's just going to be more normal seating like the rest of the restaurant. And then the whole front there is going to be a bar, which I think makes more sense for the space. 
I do too. And that's good to know because especially for any of the Crow Dunleavy songwriter series mm-hmm. that they do, that will be um, perfect. I think so. Well, um, yes, September 19th, uh, Bo will be at the Crow, Dunlo- the Crow Dunleavy songwriter series, summer songwriter series, which is not summer cool. anymore. So I no, like to say it's after Labor Day. It is. Thankfully, none of us are wearing white, right? Yeah, that would be <laughs> a, embarrassing. so embarrassing. I had on my white V-neck tee earlier, and I was like, no. <laughs> Can't do it. Jen's going to be blacked out. I, I am. As, as I am. I mean, that's that's a safe color. You just, you know, until I spill stuff on me. and <laughs> I mean, but it covers it up well, I guess. Yeah. Like, it just depends on what you, like, if you spill a bunch of, like, ice cream on you, it shows up on black, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I can eat a bunch of ice cream. Yeah, I don't know I mean, where I'm going with this. I drive a black car and I get to water spots. So I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes it's worse. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. But um, anyway. let's let's share. Uh, Gabriel, where can people find you like on social media or online or where, find your music? Um, you can find my music on gabrielknight.bandcamp.com um, and in, on Instagram, um, Gabriel Hancock. So, okay. Yeah. And you can find Grounded Sounds at Grounded Sounds OK on Facebook and at Grounded Sounds on Twitter and Instagram. And we have Gabriel up next. Will you give us a little insight into the songs you're going to perform for us? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's um, the one I'm going to play is, or the two I'm going to play. First one's kind of new. So it's like probably the closest thing to a love song that I've ever written. So that's an an experiment, but is it about somebody? Yes. Is it about? Oh my gosh. Do we get any inside scoop? No. Okay. We could make somebody up. (laughs) Nobody would know. She Uh, would know or he would, whoever. Not if he made her up. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Um, and I'm uh, not going to actually assume your preference either. So if you, if, I mean, no, I stopped doing it that. It is about a girl. It's about a robot. About, it's about my girlfriend, Kendall Rainey. Oh, nice. So there we go. We did. We got a shout out. You did it. Oh you my did gosh, it. We Where broke she? the Kendall, code. If you're out there. What is she? Baby girl, this one goes out to you. <laughs> Where is she? <laughs> her brother Radio with you. voice. I know. I would, I mean, I could be Delilah. Delilah. I'm working on that. Oh my gosh! Working on getting to the Delilah. I wish status. I had a voice like Delilah. I know, right? so good. Well, what's the second song you're going to sing? Um, it's called "Step Into the Light." It's um, just a. It's an older song. I was going to play. Um, Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Well, we look forward to hearing you. And up next, Gabriel Hancock. Thank you for joining us on Thank Grounded you, Sounds. Thank you. Until next time. store you flew high above the produce you thought you had your way out as your head hit the window you began to climb up a tall you fell
If you choose to fly back home I could not cage you Tame or erase everything you are But all I want to do
the knob and I stumble in the side There I just smiled, said, son, are you all right? My cousin James, he's always telling lies He said he had powers that could make him fly I said, all right, show us then And he took off his shirt, showed his pale skin He had wings his whole life I guess I never noticed, he kept them strapped down tight Still got his shirt and backpack That day he flew away and he never came back But keep your head up high There's no pleasing mankind Step into the light Or lock the door and stay inside Thank you Cool That was fun, thanks guys